So today we're starting a new series uh, here at Resound, and we are going to be looking at our old vision statement, um, the vision statement that defines kind of our passion for being uh, being a church. Um, and as a reminder, we shared that with you uh, a few years ago. As a reminder, that vision statement is to love and empower individuals, to love and impact this city. Um, and to love and actively care for the world. So, so starting right at the individual all the way to the world and with love being the motivating factor for all of those things. Um, each one of those topics we're going to do uh, probably two talks on. Um, so we're going to cover different aspects of each one. Um, today I'm going to start with love, loving and empowering individuals. And I'm going to be coming at it from the perspective of uh, loving and empowering through discipleship, so what it means to make disciples. Um, and let me just pray, and then I'll read from the Word, and we'll get going. So, Father, thank you that, um, that you've created Resound to be a body that loves um, everybody from the, from the individual to, um, to the, the community, to the city, to the United Kingdom, uh, our nation, and, and to the ends of the earth. Uh, and we recognize that call on our lives to, to love all of those we come into contact with. And so I pray that as I speak today, that the things that I share about discipleship will, will kind of uh, re-inspire us towards a deeper level of walking with you in the way that you loved individuals, in the way that you loved uh, Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and all the way to the ends of the earth as you called us. So, um, so let us be a people that embodies you to all those we come into contact with. In Jesus' name, amen. So as an obvious starting place, I think that, that reading from the Great Commission where Jesus just before he uh, ascends to heaven, he gives us this last kind of command to, to make disciples. He says, it says in Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Um, so the very last thing that Jesus commanded us to do is to make disciples. Not to make converts, but to make disciples. And um, I want to look at what making a disciple means from Jesus' perspective, because I think that, that uh, Jesus had a very unique perspective on discipleship. Uh, it was different than the discipleship of his time, and I think it's different than what we think of as discipleship these days. So I want to refocus us on, on Jesus and the way he did things uh, as our ultimate um, uh, the ultimate person who, who, who gives us an example, our ultimate example of, of how we live our lives and how we do the things he's called us to do. So he lived, he lived them. Uh, and so starting with, with discipleship as a word uh, in, in Jesus' day, uh, Jesus wasn't the only person who had disciples. 
uh, it was very common actually for rabbis in, in his period to, um, to take on disciples. Uh, one of the differences was that, uh, that rabbis in Jesus' time, uh, Jewish rabbis, um, disciples would approach the rabbi and say, I, I want to be your disciple. They would kind of apply for the role. And, and then they would have to go through an initiation and the rabbi would choose if they want to take them on um, as disciples. And Jesus did that another way around. He actually chose um, to call uh, not just the 12. He called the 12 certainly to be his disciples, but you see um, in, in multiple contexts, and I think really every context that he went into, he said, come follow me. So we see that with the rich young ruler, but we also see that with, with really everybody, in one way or another, with everybody that he's, he's come into contact with. Um, and he taught the multitudes. Um, so he, he wasn't just interested in making 12 disciples. He was interested in everybody becoming his disciple. So that was one of the things that Jesus did differently. Another thing that was really, really different about Jesus was that uh, the other rabbis in his day would, uh, discipleship to them meant coming and sitting at their feet and learning Torah, uh, learning the Old Testament, learning the, uh, the, the scriptures, uh, memorizing the scriptures, going over what individual scriptures mean, peeling them apart. And, and um, so you see these writings from, from Judaism uh, throughout history, um, the, the Talmud, the, the, the Mishnah, um, that, that are, are basically rabbis just going through the scriptures with a fine-tooth comb, talking about what every little nuance of, of meaning um, of, of a passage, of going right down actually in some senses even to the letters to the, to the Hebrew alphabet and, and speaking of the depth of, of meaning that each letter has. Uh, there, are, there are sayings about how each letter in the creation story actually has a power that embodied creation. And so they would talk about that kind of stuff. And so discipleship for them was, um, was a lot of head learning, a lot of knowledge um, and I'm not saying it was all that because certainly a, a, a Jewish family, a Jewish person would, would learn what it meant to be Jewish. Um, but, but sitting under a rabbi was really academic. Um, and they would learn the Torah. They would learn the word. They would learn the Psalms. They would learn the, the prophets um, and, and Israel's history. Um, and Jesus flipped that on its head. And he didn't sit there and just teach um, teach the Bible. He took his disciples out into the streets and he demonstrated what it meant to live the word of God. He showed them what it meant to live a kingdom life and to be a disciple of Jesus meant to, to go out and to, to watch him as he exemplified the Christian life, the, the life of someone who knew the word of God um, and, and lived the kingdom and brought the kingdom. You know, they, they, he, he, to be sure, he, he quoted scripture, but oftentimes he would take that scripture and he'd, he'd spin it around and say, yeah, it says this, but this is what it means. And then he wouldn't just say, this is what it means, but he would show 
what that meant. He would show what it meant to, to, to heal. He would show what it meant that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So there's all these passages about the Sabbath and he would get into trouble from the, the Pharisees because he was, he was taking the word and he was distorting it because he wasn't doing what they thought he was supposed to be doing on the Sabbath. He would heal on the Sabbath. They would pick grain and eat on the Sabbath. And so he would flip them around and show them what it meant to live the Word of God, uh, which kind of reminds me of, of, of um, James uh, later in his letter, uh, in his epistle, in, in chapter 1, verse 22, he talks about how, how we're meant to be doers of the Word and not just hearers of the Word. That someone who, who listens to the Word and doesn't put it into practice is like somebody who looks at their, their own face in a mirror and they walk away and immediately forget what they look like. And he's saying that, that if, we, if we listen to the Bible, if we, if we learn and study the scriptures, but we don't live them, we're like, it's like looking at a picture of God, but not knowing God. I think that's kind of what he's saying. He, we, we, we forget who God really is in life and in the world. And, and so Jesus turned discipleship completely around and he made it about living as an example. He discipled his, his, his followers by showing them what it looked like to do the things that the Bible says to do. Um, and I think that that's where we've kind of, again, slipped back into almost more like the rabbis because ask, ask almost any church leader these days, well, what does discipleship look like in your church? And the list, well, we, you know, we do good sermons. You know, we want to teach the Bible. We want to teach the Word of God. Um, and we've got Bible studies and our small groups are going through um, series and, and on, on different topics from the Bible. And so we teach our, our people um, what the Word says. And we want to make sure that our people understand the Word of God um, and know the truth. Uh, and I think that that is a a, uh, what we think of as discipleship primarily today. So I think if we're honest, we would say that that's what discipleship means to us. I think we would all say, oh yeah, it means to, to do and to live. But when we disciple people, how many of us take people out and demonstrate what it means to do these things? More often than not, we're sitting in our lounges teaching from the scriptures, going through a, a topical study or have some notes and we're sharing what it means, what certain doctrine mean or what certain truths from the Bible mean. Um, and those things are all important because it is important. And Jesus did teach the Bible. He did teach what Torah was saying, but he taught it. He would, he would, he would mention a scripture and then he would show what it meant. Um, and I think that, that we've... we've turn back to the old way where head knowledge is almost more important than application. Um, sometimes we'll talk about application in our Bible study. So we'll, we'll teach the Bible and then we'll say, what does it mean to apply this? And that's, that's, I think that's a step. I think that's a step in the right direction. But when we say we are discipling people, what I think we should be meaning or we should be doing is what Jesus did, and that's taking people out and doing the stuff that they... So, so giving people... I mean, if you've got a gift in, in a certain area, you know, bring people along with you and, and live that gift in their presence. So, so mentor people, 
Um, if, if you've got a passion and, and gift in, in caring for the poor, in, um, in doing stuff like prison work or whatever, you know, bring somebody along with you um, who may have expressed a slight interest in that, or even if they didn't express a slight interest in that, you know, say, come along with us. We, we want to go do this. Um, the reason that I think that we've moved into the way we see things today is I think it's, it goes all the way back to even to, to Scripture. Um, and it was interesting when I was preparing for this talk, I, I did a word search on discipleship and disciples. And I found it really interesting that, that those two words are only found in the Gospels and in the book of Acts, that none of the letters contain the word disciple or discipleship. And that was staggering because the last thing Jesus said to us was about making disciples, and yet none of the epistles talks about what it means to be or to make a disciple. And I'm not saying that, they, that those leaders didn't make disciples or didn't um, uh, disciple the people that were under them, but when it came to writing their letters, there was a shift, um, and, and because most of the letters are written by Paul, I think that shift was part of his own kind of nature, his own being. Remember, he was a Pharisee, and so for him, the whole kind of mindset of, of rabbinic discipleship was part of his upbringing, so it was really normal for him to be focused on teaching truth, to be focused on teaching um, what his kind of new perspective on Torah meant, um, and, and to be teaching doctrine. So he talks about those things in his book, in his letters. He talks about, you know, he uses the word right doctrine. He uses the word truth. He uses the word um, tradition. Um, and to be sure, he's, he's shifted those things to a, a Jesus-centric um, way of thinking about them. Uh, and, and in his letters, he talks about the... Um, the way to live and to exemplify the Christian life. But because discipleship as a, as a thing kind of stopped being mentioned once we get past Acts, I think we've stopped thinking of it in the same way that it was, that it was thought of in the, the Gospels and Acts. And so we begin to think of it more in terms of study to show yourself approved. So that was a big one Paul said to Timothy, study to show yourself approved, you know, rightly divide the word of truth. Those kind of things have, have taken on the meaning for us of what it means to be a disciple. But that's really, really different to what Jesus exemplified in terms of making disciples. And so I want to get us back as a church. I want to, I want to think of how resound as we come back to, to a, a gathered community um, and look at our priorities as a community. Um, we've said that discipleship is a priority and it absolutely is. And empowering the individual through discipleship, the, the individuals that are in our community through discipleship is super important. That is one of our priorities. Um, but what does that mean? Um, we've said that, that discipleship happens in small groups. What does that mean? I, I, wanna, I want us to get away from exclusively thinking of that in terms of doing Bible study in our small groups, of, of um, um, doing teaching series in our small groups. And I want us to begin to look at what it means to be active. And so 
I don't have all the answers. It's something that we want to, to explore and to look at um, with small group leaders, with people who are in, in charge of, of ministries in the church and people who are just individuals. What does it look like to make disciples? What does it look like for us uh, in either one-on-ones or tiny little, you know, two or three people or even in our small groups to go out, to leave our lounge, to leave this building um, and, and walk out discipleship through living as, as examples in front of, of those who may be younger in the faith than us or maybe don't understand certain things. So what does it mean to, um, to exemplify, to live discipleship the way Jesus did it by taking people out, Go, going out in the streets, you know, healing people, um, feeding the, the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting those in prison, um, offering shelter to those without, without shelter, welcoming the stranger, um, loving our neighbors and loving our enemies. You know, so, so it's my prayer that we can flip that back around and begin to do discipleship the way Jesus did it. And that's going to take some change. That's going to take a change of culture because the church has, has really kind of enculturated this idea that discipleship means Bible study. And I want to spin that around. I don't want to stop Bible study. I don't want to stop teaching on Sundays. I don't want to stop um, gathering together in small groups to discuss and to, to talk about truth and doctrine and theology and all those exciting things. But I want to make a priority of living in discipleship, of actively following Jesus, doing what we see him do, and not just talking about what we see him do. Amen? Uh, the last, that, that, that last thing I just said just reminded me of, of what John said in his uh, first epistle, that, um, that anybody who claims that they are in Christ must walk in the way that Jesus walked. And so if we're claiming to be in Christ, let's walk in the way Jesus walked. Let's do discipleship the way Jesus did it. Let's, let's reach out to people the way Jesus reached out to people. Let's preach the gospel the way Jesus preached the gospel. Um, we don't need to look to, uh, to Bible studies or to um, great evangel evangelists in modern history as our examples, let's look to Jesus as our example because he's way better than any of those other ones. Um, so yes, let's continue doing Bible study. Let's continue doing teaching, but let's get out there in the world and make disciples and teach each other how to walk as Jesus walked. Amen? Good. Looking forward to hearing uh, talks on, on these, these vision statements going forward. Um, I think Mike Wayne's going to be talking uh, about empowering individuals and looking at, at um, kind of empowering those who are kind of downtrodden. So we're going to be looking at empowering people on the other side of the coin where, where we're lifting up people who are, are hurting and struggling and stuff like that. So looking forward to, to that. Uh, and then looking forward to we've got a couple of... Uh, uh, guest speakers who are going to be talking one about the city and one about uh, how to actually a couple about how, how to uh, care for the world. So we're, I'm looking really looking forward to this. Bless you guys. Have a blessed week and we'll see you next time.